At codesports.com.au, we know sports' greatest stories lie way beyond the scoreboard. Get an exclusive view into the who, how, why, and everything in between, explained by the experts. Code, the thought behind sport. It's impossible to ignore the throbbing pain of wisdom teeth. So, fix it before it's too late. The team at Dental Lounge are wisdom teeth experts, and with everything handled in-house, they can quickly get you back to living without pain. Dental Lounge can even organise comfortable payment options for you. Pay nothing up front or select 12 months interest-free. To find out if you're eligible, just tap the banner. G'day everybody, welcome to the Carlton Show, uh, episode Mill Hannah, the one and the only, uh, can't be, I, I thought about naming it after Michael Jez, but I think I'm the only Carlton supporter who can actually remember Michael Jez. He uh, went to St Kilda, didn't he? I think he might, well, a few of our blokes did end up going to St Kilda, Geek Man, so I think Michael Jez might have ended up there, but I, I had great hopes for Michael Jez when he first arrived. He looked like he was straight out of Nimbin or somewhere, and I thought I like the way that this bloke's going to express himself. You can't even remember, can you? You can't remember him. Oh, vaguely. Vaguely? Vaguely, yeah. But I was going to go with uh, um, Phil Malin. Oh, of course. Mm. Phil Malin told a story. I, I spoke to him in this segment I used to do on Arvo's on SEN. Uh, Jezelinko, you beauty. And just to, um, while we're talking about Phil Malin, he told me a story. He, he flew over uh, the night. In fact, he might have even been, he might have even flown over the day of his first game. He's in the rooms. He's in the rooms getting warmed up. Hardly got introduced to anyone, right? He's hardly been introduced to any of his team. They're playing Collingwood at Victoria Park. Correct. Collingwood at Victoria Park. And they're about to run out. They're 10 minutes away before they run out. And he goes, uh, Shano, Parko hasn't come over and spoken to him yet. He goes, Shano, Shano Sullivan, can you come over here? And he goes, yeah, what is it, Phil? And he goes, where am I playing? Am I starting on the ground? No one's told me. He's suited up. He's got the jump. He's got the number 13 on. He's re- they're 10 minutes away from running out to play Collingwood at Victoria Park. Opening game of the season. And Park, no one has told him where he's playing. Can That's, you believe that? And I reckon he played a really good game. He did. He did. He he did. did. I remember standing next to you behind the goals mm. down the exactly. goals yes. end. And I said to you, who's number 13 out there? Yep. And you go, I've got no idea. He's not. I don't think he was even in the record. <laughs> Oh God, they just plucked him from nowhere. But he was he was magnificent. Oh, he's a terrific player. That, that game against Richmond, the grand final. Well, you remember one the, thing? Cop that. Cop that. He gave it to Rainsy. Give it up. Cop that, Rainsy. Yeah. That was magnificent. <laughs> uh, those, I reckon he, yeah. had a, he had a nice, nasty streak in him. Do you remember 95 with Mill Hanna? Which, well, what do you mean? Which part of 95 with Mill Hanna? No, the 95. Remember 95, what we did with Mill Hanna? Jeez, you guys have got a short memory. Uh, what are we doing? Last week you can remember 86. No, I remember that, but I didn't know what you were talking about. No, I don't remember myself. <laughs> I don't think we did anything. So it's an episode <laughs> dedicated to Mill Hanna. The week of, jeez, one that um, well, one that got away, but another, look, there's a, lot, there's a lot of pros and a few cons to come out of the game against St Kilda. Um, and there's a few external issues that we probably need to discuss as well. There was some uh, ruckus in the crowd that... Um, Involved you two blokes who were sitting with a couple of St Kilda mates of ours um, that we need to probably talk about. And there's the Mark Murphy story that we probably need to address as well at some stage, external to the actual game. 
Do you want to get it off your chest? What happened to you on the weekend before we get stuck into the game? Do, do you guys want to... Because I know this is front and centre for you. Um, yeah, look, uh, I'm not really used to what I experienced um, on the weekend. Um, a friend of ours invited us uh, to the game because we, we catch up with them annually at the St Kilda Carlton Games. And he, um, he allowed us to sit... Uh, with him uh, in his regular spot in the St Kilda members section of the ground. Um, look, it was it was not a very good um, reflection on the the uh, the behaviour of certain people in that section of the ground. Uh, it felt a bit like being dropped into a an ISIS. Uh, <laughs> uh, what group wrapped in nothing but a USA flag? It it was a frightening. Experience. So you felt like um, outsiders, is what you're saying? Oh, Un- unwanted. We were. It was a momentum shifting game. So you know, St Kilda were quite comfortable in their universe, um, supporting their team, and probably didn't even know we were sitting there. And then, as you know, we were applauding our team as well and barracking for them at the, uh, the the moments where it required applause. And once they realised we were actually there, uh, we were getting voices from behind and in front of us, um, replying to basically everything we were talking about as the game went on. We weren't doing anything in particularly strange or different to most people supporting the team. And that banter continued on. And when we had control of the game at various stages and we were, you know, getting into the support of our team, we were getting some quite um, unsavoury responses, to say the least. And at three-quarter time when we'd made the surge back into the contest, um, the siren went and we stood and applauded and we sort of gave them a real sort of uh, rollicking well done, boys, because it was... It was a, an emotional game at that mm. point, you know. Yeah, it was really... Sure was. Uh, it was game on, was on, mate. It was on. Game was sure on. Was. We were proud of our footy team at that start. Well, we, we were at the end as well. We got, uh, we got some ridiculous responses to the point where there was a mob mentality, a siege mentality uh, as a group. They turned on us. And we're talking about middle-aged people here. Where they weren't young. They weren't single. They weren't destitutes. These were middle-aged people that you would see anywhere down the milk bar on a weekend. And they came at us because we were, we had the temerity to support our team and, and show resistance. And I, uh, I, I don't want to go beyond saying that it was completely out of context to the situation. Uh, I, I won't go beyond what happened there, but... I, I seriously, if if there were cameras and microphones there to show what actually took place, the, uh, a lot of people should be shown the vision and be made to apologise because it was something that should never be seen on so, a football field. So you you got asked to leave, Bagsy, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. You got asked to leave. And so what 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 actually happened? What actually happened? Gecko's told that he saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, it got to three quarter time. It was just after the fracker. And emotions were running high. Yep. And, you know, as Gecko said, we got up and applauded and really got stuck into him. Don't believe any swearing was uh, involved. But, you know, we really supported. And when you hear 
opposition supporters call your skipper a dog and a rat, that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, you know, you know me. You both know me very, very well. I'm not going to stand there copping that uh, because, for starters, one person actually said it was the most disgusting thing that she'd ever seen on a football field. Uh, and I said, what did he actually do? And she just repeated and repeated. I said, what did he actually do? And so that got my blood boiling that there was people out there not actually knowing what had happened, but were prepared to boo him, ridicule him, hang him uh, for, for for actually nothing. We know yeah, like, now yeah, it's pretty much nothing now, yeah. right? Well, let's be honest. It's just a, a, case, well, of wor- it's a case of words. He did right? nothing to Carlisle. He did, right. he did nothing right. physically to So they obviously thought, they yeah. saw him killed over. They yeah. thought he'd got stuck into him. So... You know, we've got up there, and, and like Echo said, they converged on us. Um, one in particular wanted to, you know, go on with it. So he jumped seats this place. Yeah, he jumped yep. four or five seats. He wanted to go the tango, and, you know, the boys jumped in front of me, and that was that. Was that. I got asked to leave because they asked me uh, for my ticket, Yep. which I had a ticket to get in the ground, but, but different but part not of in the ground. Yep, you know, sure, as, yep, yep. as people have done, you know, you curly shuffle the tickets yep. to get into yep. a certain area yep. to sit down with your mates, and that's... Plenty of seats around. Yeah, but when you can't handle two blokes supporting for their club because you want everything your own way, mm. it becomes a theatre. It becomes just this theatre, and um, certainly, you know, I didn't... I, I basically told the security that's cool no dramas i'm out of there no dramas i'm not gonna you know create a mm. a scene for anyone here because you know i'm sure there would have been kids around too i'm sure there would have been and i've got kids everyone's got kids there so i'm aware that you know the 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 situation was going to be quite volatile so i took myself away from that and then went sat elsewhere that's fine but as gecko said that victimization that um the fact that, that, that they pack can, mentality yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that they couldn't handle Two strangers in their area, mm. um, barracking for the other barracking team. for the other team. Mm. I'll, I'll tell you now. I would hope, really hope, out there, speaking to all you Carlton members and supporters out there, if you're one of these people that can't handle opposition supporters around you, just be mindful that there is two clubs out there playing, and everybody is allowed to have their right of say, right? And don't. Just don't go down their throats because your team's getting walloped mm. or they've said something um, that you may not agree with. Um, Providing it's not racial. Oh, absolutely, it's, Andy. It's not absolutely. A absolutely. Yeah, it's, yep, just, yep, yep. just sort of have that balance yep. that it is a game of footy and you're there to support whichever side you're supporting. Let's just go and enjoy it. But barracking and not... And people not accepting the barrack side of it. Yep. Wow. I've been going to the footy since I was probably about six. I'm not saying I got involved <laughs> when I was in around six, but, you know, we've all had many, many verbals at the football, uh, but never did I get to that stage ever in my life where I thought, she's going to be on. Yeah, right. Yep. Which disappointed <sighs> me. This is... Um Okay, well, that's I'm, I'm I wasn't with with either of you blokes on the weekend, so I'm sorry to hear that. This is a byproduct of a whole lot of things that have happened in footy in the last twenty years: ground rationalisation, anti-vilification codes, all of this sort of stuff rolls in. Um, members sitting in reserve seats, so that if somebody they you know what it's like, you blokes have got your reserve seats 
at the MCG, and you, you know who you're going to be sitting with every yeah, week. Yeah, um, but I know you blokes well enough. If there's an, if there's somebody who comes in who breaks to the other mob, um, you'll give it to one another. But oh, it'll, you know, it'll never, it, of course, it. of course, it'll never go beyond that. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I'm really sorry to hear that. And I, and I know you both well enough to know that you wouldn't have crossed any of the lines that these rules are there to protect people from. While we're, have you got anything else you want to say about that? No, oh, no. I'd so the Murphy stuff. The Murphy stuff is. Um, uh, are you okay with it, getting that off your chest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah right. Well, no, no dramas. The Murphy, at all. the Murphy thing is one of these. I don't know what's going to happen with his story. I, it'll probably go nowhere because my understanding is that Mark Murphy doesn't want to push it anywhere. Uh, so therefore, it's not going to go anywhere. But I think I know what happened. Um, I can't go into specific details on all of it, but because. Because Carlton offered, you know, what was happening to you two off the ground, I think was happening on the ground. If, if St Kilda beaten us by 100 points, then what happened on the weekend to Mark Murphy doesn't happen because they don't even bother. They don't bother. But because Carlton's going okay and they're challenging the opposition who need the four points and think that they're entitled to that because, you know, they think they are where they're at and they think that we're at where we're at. Once we push back, which we push back on a couple of occasions in this game, they think we're going to do more here. Our football's not just getting the job done. We need to start to intimidate. We need to start to verbal. Psychological warfare. Get into the psychological warfare. And there were things being said. My understanding is there were things being said to Mark Murphy that were extremely personal, nothing to do with anything that was happening on the football field. Um, And it got to a point where Mark Murphy had had enough. And one of the architects of the vilification if you, for want of a better word, was Jake Carlisle. Now, I think Mark Murphy at his time over again wouldn't necessarily like the visual of running past a bloke when he's injured and saying something to him. I think he would, if he had his time over, he probably wouldn't have done that. But he was seeing red at the time. This is my understanding, that Murphy was having a very unusual physical and mental reaction to what was happening to him in the game. And he saw red and he said something, he was alleged to have done something else, that didn't happen. He did not spit on Jake Carlisle. I, that is out of character for Mark Murphy. Uh, I've been told that Mark Murphy has absolutely sworn that he didn't spit on Jake Carlisle, as it has been suggested by some people. I believe that 100%. Um, what happened thereafter? What your friend at the footy thinks she saw, she's, an, she's a lunatic. She didn't see anything because nothing physical happened from Mark Murphy, as we all now know. Yeah, correct. But here's... So that that's that, right? The she only, wasn't my friend, by the way. Uh, that was in inverted commas. <laughs> so the only way this can go any, anywhere, my understanding under the um, Respect and Responsibility Code, which I think would probably fall under, is if Mark Murphy decided that he wanted to push it. Mark Murphy, my understanding, is doesn't want to push it, so it will go nowhere else. So here is the word... Here is the cautionary word for Mark Murphy. As we get better... And as we push other teams, there will be ordinary blokes playing against you, Murph, who will go down the same road. If they know you can be got with this stuff, others are going to try it. Others are going to try it. And it's now a massive test for the skipper to go, okay, I know who I am. I know where I'm at in my life with all the people around me, and I know who they are, and I know what's going on. Say whatever you want. Yeah, Whatever sure. you want to say, oh, bring it. Bring, bring it, it on. Bring, bring it, it on. Bring it. Sticks and stones, mate. Because there's only one reason you're doing it. 
There's only one reason you're doing it. You're worried about me. That you're sort of that sort of trash talk only reflects on the individual that's saying it. Well, really. it, yeah, it unfortunately, it affected the captain on well, the weekend. Well, that's true. Yep. That so, is true. Yeah. So, so the problem, the problem for him, other than the fact that it's just brutally unfair, that on a footy ground, and we've all played footy and we've oh, all sledged, Jesus. But you know, there's a there's just this line, and the AFL's trying to protect, you know the credibility of the game with, you know, codes of behaviour. And we understand why. And players are very good at that. I don't know where this one sits, uh, but I think the skipper's going to have to just deal with it somehow. I hope it. Do- I hope he doesn't ever have to deal with it well, again. Well, Andy, I think the question must be posed to the players and the Players Association mm. and, and ask them um, what is fair, what is unfair, mm. And I think they need to have some sort of a, a chat about what's crossing the line and what's not crossing the line. I mean, these days, what's crossing the line for you is different for me. Spot on. Is again different for Gex. Yep. Now, so maybe this conversation is not going to happen because, again, what what each and every one of us feels um, is acceptable and others feel it's not acceptable well, then you mightn't find that happy medium. But I think there'd be some code of conduct out there amongst players that, hey, listen, guys, you can say this, but you can't say that. If a bloke ducks his head, if a bloke oh, pulls out, hardest. if a bloke shows no ticker in a game of footy, remind him at every oh, step if you, mate, say what you hardest. want. Say you, you, you know what the rule of thumb is? It's one thing saying it out on the ground. If you if you got the balls to walk up to a guy off the field and say that, that's probably the rule of thumb, I reckon. I you like know that, Gex. Uh, I really yeah. no, I like. That. I don't mind that. I don't uh, mind I that don't, because I don't. I don't reckon there's, really there's a place for. Any, no, no. I'm, uh, I'm just I don't, I don't know what trying to say. You're almost more cowardice doing it out on the field than if you've got the balls to say what you're going to say. Yeah, stand I, I up face to face with a guy and then say it. Yeah, they no, wouldn't no, say it, Gex. See what, they wouldn't see say what's going to happen. They wouldn't no, say they it. They're leaving it purely because of the football. Arena. You're protected. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know what you're and, saying and too. And, and I, yeah, you're right. There's no way anyone would go up to anyone and say what. Forget about this incident, even past incidents. There's no way he'd go up to someone uh, and say, or ring him up and say this or that or whatever, or front him. But on the football field, for some reason, yeah, you think you can get into someone's head and put him off his game, so you so you can say whatever you like mm. on a footy field. Mm. Well, I think this discussion definitely needs to happen. I hate the fact that I feel like Mark Murphy's going to has an issue he has to deal with as no, a result look, of this. It's, it's, that is brutally we're unfair. We're defending him, but yeah. we're, we're not we're not physically aligned hey, mate, with him in any way. I, but we're no, just saying how we see it. Can basically. I just, can I just say, look, and the the test will be. It, 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 we'll, I don't know how long we're going to do this for as a, this podcast, but we will be tested at some stage. I've got no doubt a Carlton player at some stage will cross the line. A Carlton player will cross the line, and, and if you're listening to us and you think, ah, have a listen to these blokes sticking up for their guy, well, you judge us then. Okay, when a Carlton player, if a Carlton player ever does the wrong thing across the line, then you can judge us then. Um, until that stage, that's the position I'm certainly taking on the Mark Murphy one, and I hate the fact that he has to deal with it, but um, I suspect he might have to going forward. Um, Anyway, that's an unusual start to the show. Mm-hmm, we, we, there's a couple of big ticket items yep. there that don't have much to do with the game. Sorry about that, guys. Um, but every now and again, these things happen. So uh, thanks for indulging us. The footy. Who wants to go first? Who give us your give us your overview of the of the game? Uh, or the overview of the game. It was 
pretty simple. Two clubs who play totally different football. Um, you've got St Kilda who play, uh, like to get the handball, overlap, fast, um, play on at all costs, run run their opposition into the ground. You've got Carlton who become a very good kicking side, um, slow play, total contrast in games of footy uh, that both play. Uh, St Kilda come out of the blocks. We, we counter-punched uh, in the first quarter. Second quarter was a total grind. I mean, me and Gex were saying, this is good for us. This second quarter was a really good quarter for us because I felt that we got the game back on our terms. It was a, a real grind, um, an arm wrestle, if you like. And I think that suited our style, I guess. Third quarter, they come out flying again. Um, and then the last six or seven minutes, massive, we, we counter-punched massive, again. Mate, and it really brought everyone to life. It, there, was, there was a real chance there in this last quarter. Uh, the last quarter, we came out the better team. Uh, uh, we couldn't put it on the scoreboard, unfortunately, for various reasons that you blokes might mention. Um, and then... They got a, they got three goals. One was a dubious fifty meter penalty. I'd have to say, um, look, Tommy, it was probably there, mate. But the was, other two, it was a free kick and the 50 well, yeah, both. they're probably they're iffy. very iffy, but it's there. We'll let them have it. We're not going to bitch, you know, bitch and moan. Uh, Seb part. Ross kicked a beautiful goal from outside fifty, yeah. and then um, uh, was it Bruce? Uh, what did he, oh, he got? He, he lost a row and kicked another goal. Yeah, so they yeah, so they yeah, set up the match yeah. there beautifully. I think we finished okay. I think um, you know some of our senior players willed themselves the last three or four minutes without any reward. I'm not even sure if we had a shot at goal in those in those minutes. But we were, we were again we we're raising the bar again. But we just let them get those seven or eight minutes that we failed to put the pressure on that we found in that maybe. The Fisher, the, you look at moments in games, don't you? Oh, the yeah. fish, the Fisher kind of cock up where he cut this back in board. Just, this was just after Cripper had kicked yep. his goal. So we're seven yep. up. We're yep. seven up. Over the top we go. Fish runs in. He's got Graham on the outside. He decides to cut back in board, and you could see what he was trying. You yeah, could yeah. see the brain was working oh, beautifully. Beautiful, yeah. The brain was working beautifully, but he got caught. Turnover up the other end. Gresham kicks a goal. So it's a good two goal turnaround. We, we're up. We're up. If, if we kick the goal there, and you know, five seconds before he gets caught, it looks like we're going to kick a goal. Oh, certain goal. It looks like it's going to be a certain, certain goal. And then you had the SBS snap around. We're the thirteen corner. up, mate. We're thirteen up at that stage. Just mm. missed. And then uh, Levi had a set shot straight after. Yeah, that as well. it did. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then the crumbs from the Levi kick. Graham got it. I think he either kicked the point around the full. Yeah, he should have kicked that. So again, I think I think our last quarters have been pretty average of late. To be honest, even I think against Collingwood, uh, yeah. Yeah, Collingwood yep, was yep. ordinary. So that, that's an area I think that they'll look at for sure, their last quarters. Give us your sort of, there's all the specifics that we'll get to, but give me your sort of overview of what you yeah, saw. Yeah, look, Saturday. I was trying to uh, imagine the game before it started, how I would sort of sussed out it might play, and, and it was pretty much exactly the way I thought. Based on last year's uh, two games, um, St Kilda basically shot out of the blocks and pretty much controlled the game as front runners. Uh, within 10 minutes of the game, 15 minutes of the game, it looked like deja vu to a certain degree. But um, it's really interesting how um, maybe initially Carlton, knowing what they have to do, are also mindset in the early parts of game is about staying on your man, staying in position, keeping that structure intact. 
Whereas you win that first use of the ball in the contested situation, a side like St Kilda, as soon as they see the ball hit the hands of their contested players, they bolt forward. So they're, they're forward of the ball in, uh, against their, uh, their, their opponent and they're off to the races in that chain of transition down the ground. They, they got off to one of those starts using the confidence of previous games and, and uh, it looked like deja vu. But to our credit, we, um, uh, we maintained our defensive structure but the midfield also pushed up and, con- and compressed the game a bit. Uh, we won back contested ball um, and we just chipped away and, and evened the contest to quarter time. So we were in a good spot there. What, what I really liked was that there were probably two or three momentum shifts and we came back two or three times. St. Kilda that was massive. Yeah. Oh, it was huge, mate. Yeah. Was, that yeah. was huge. St. Kilda are always comfortable in that front-running role when they have that two or three-goal buffer. They, they can keep flowing with their style of play and they don't have to second-guess what they're doing. But we made them second-guess by, by closing that gap. And once the gap closed, St. Kilda... They were second guessing their their game. They were, you know, they weren't winning the contested possession. They didn't have that freedom to run forward of the contest, and we were pushing them, pushing them, pushing them back. And they had to defend. They had to do all of the things that they probably didn't have to do the previous few games. So, you know, it was it was pretty much as I envisaged the game would go. Uh, having said that, uh, we did have our chances in the last quarter, which probably made it a little bit disappointing. We didn't capitalise on those chances. But when you look at the final score, they had more inside 50s, they had more more scoring shots than we did. You know, statistically, it was they the should, right they should have. This is my point. A couple of those key areas, so the numbers, that, well, they did us by 69 in disposals. They had 22 more inside 50s, mm-hmm. and they beat us by 20 in contested possession, right? That's at the end of the day. Those three numbers combined, they should have won by 10 goals. So it should have been another one of those games we saw last year. The system prevailed. Mm. We we did not have... I looked at... When you come to do your votes, I don't know how you bucks found it. We'll get into the specifics later. But I looked at the individual performances and I didn't think we had that many good players on no, the day. No. And yet, here we are, 10 minutes into the final quarter, we could have been a couple up against yeah. a side who the previous week has had the biggest win in its recent history and a side that is full of itself right now, in, in a good way, St Kilda, full yeah, of itself. Sure. They, they've got their eyes on the prize. They, we are a couple of years behind where they used, where they were, they were doing the hard yards. Go and have a look at Alan Richardson's first two years at St Kilda, mate. Yeah. They were hell years. Yeah, no, they agree. were hell years, mate. Agree. Agree. So the fact that we didn't let them roll over us the way they did last year, uh, this is the system prevailing yet again. Uh, no doubt, mate. No doubt. D- defensively now, our side is, is rock solid. It's the fifth time this year out of eight games we've kept... So- whether we've won or lost, we've kept sides to well under 100 points, you know, in the mm. 80s mm. and 60s and whatever. Oh, yeah, Five absolutely. times, I think three times they've gone over 100. Unfortunately for us, uh, you know, obviously the one problem that we keep sort of uh, addressing is that we don't score enough. Um, you know, 10, 10 goals, 6 for the match. It's actually not a bad return for 33 entries. We didn't get the ball in a lot. No. So, no, no. Yeah, and absolutely. can I just say, repeat entries. I did not see repeat entries. They We gave them the exit ball all the time, right? And we never got the repeat entry. Yeah. 
And and I think that's something that once you're getting repeat entries, you're putting them under pressure. Build, build, build pressure, build pressure. I felt we gave them the exit ball far too many times, far too many times. And that's something that they will not be happy about because that's not enough pressure to get back get the ball back inside 50. That's where your differential is. 55 to 33. They got repeat entries. Yeah. We didn't. Yep, yep. Um, perhaps. Uh, so that's the oh, that's kind of like the broad sweep. Um, there were things happening. There are whole, I've got so many little individual mm. moments in the game that, that either I loved or I, or I didn't. How did you feel about the start? The opening bounce, Casbolt goes in to the ruck and Cruz is playing on a wing. Mm. And they ran that for the first 10 minutes or so. And it was in that period where we kicked the first and then they kicked the next four or whatever it was. And it looked like we were one midfielder down and it looked like they were prepared to expose the cruiser wing. They looked like they did look like they were prepared to use the bike. I don't know whether it was Nunes or it was whoever. Nunes. It was Nunes. Nunes was the one. They were prepared yeah. to use him early. And I thought, oh, I, don't, I like the fact they're trying something. Mm. It's uh, not the first time they've tried it. I haven't noticed no, it. No, they, they've done they, they that a couple against, of times. Was it against this year? Sydney when? or Collingwood? Gex? Sydney and Collingwood. Yeah, the did last it. two games. Yeah, they've tried at the start of the game. Not well, at might, the start, might not have been at the start, but, but they've times yeah, I think the it was, last two games. Yeah, yeah. I can't quite remember to be honest with you, but they have tried that. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm and the coach has been asked about it, and he said, "Yeah, yeah, we're just trying a few things, yeah, just I, seeing what works for us, what doesn't work for us, because they they see Cruiser as a ruck rover, yeah, as sure. another midfielder. So, and I thought Cruiser's game was really good. So do too. I. So do um, I. I don't. Like, I think he's a better player if he's going to be seen as in that role as a midfielder. He needs to be in the contest. Yeah. He can't. You can't be allowed to get him outside the contest. When the problem is when they've got the ball. Mm. When we're coming out the other way, I can see his value because they can use him as the long outlet player. They can and he can get a mismatch on a hopefully a, a smaller opponent can be used as the the long get out of jail option. I, I don't. I don't think it's going to work on a long term basis when they when they've got the footy going the other way. I, I feel like particularly at that ground where. It just, it just feels like the ball travels five miles an hour faster. Yeah, if the game goes faster at Eddie Had, it's harder for some reason to just slow the bloody thing down there. Well, then the question needs to be asked, given the fact that we're a little bit... Uh, I'm not going to say light on in the forward line for marking options, but you know, clearly you know, Levi didn't have a good game. I didn't think Wiedering had a good game. Um, so those two in particular are your, your marking type forwards. Does it pose the question? Well, should have Cruiser been resting down there? I don't, you know, as a marking option. Well, I felt like it's a it's a question worth asking. As the game played out, I felt like we were going okay in that regard. Like our first three goal kickers were Weidering, Jay Silvani, Kerno. Yeah, so. Yeah. Early on, it was it, it was it's, fine. It's working okay early, Not for you know. The match. No, so these those three guys we talked about, whether Weidering, and we're going to talk about him later, but whether he ends up more forward, more back, you know, time will tell. Yep. But you know, we've we know we've got other young players who we see as being you know long term forward options to the footy club. They're going to be players. We know they're going to they're going to be you know goal kickers. They're going to be goal kicking um, provide. They're going to be score score assist providers. They're going to be handfuls for opposition teams. I'd like to still get a P. I don't think any of them are, a, are going to be a P. I don't think Charlie's going to be a P forward option or yeah, Jack. Yeah. We definitely need a, a, a deep forward that, that leads from the goal square more often. Yep. 
Uh, but it's hard because they, the, the way they play it, Eddie, Ed, there's just so much movement so often that it's hard to get set in that position consistently. Um, like even St Kilda, sometimes they opened up their forward line and, and they might have had any one of three or four players deep that you would just say, well, who's he? Why is he down there yeah, yeah. on his own? Yep, yep. You know, and, and that's, that's the confusion that I'd like to see with our side. But the mentality to always have somebody deep as an option because sometimes we're kicking over the top and running in the direction of the goals, you know, and yep, that yep. it's all a bit chaotic when we try and play that system. It's not, it's not a, uh, it's not a consistent way to win, to play, go- to yeah. make goals happen. Yeah. Uh, and you know, maybe we're just we're doing that because of our the evolutionary stage. Yeah, we probably in. we probably are. Well, Nick yeah. Graham found himself the full forward on three or four occasions the last uh, in the last yeah. quarter yeah. and yeah. early in the match. Now mm. that cannot be. That's not where we're headed. Surely to have. Nick Graham, the last person, you know, around well, it's the not goal in, Surely it's not intended. No, you know, but he just found himself there. Yeah. And, and, they were, and they were putting it there. Yeah. Nick, Nick's a forward half midfielder because he's creative, yeah. I think. And maybe he has football smarts. I think he mm. knows when to run into space and, and ask for oh, the football. And, and that's, think, that's a real plus. That, that's fine if it was a one-on-one. But I found, you know, it was two-on-ones and yeah. three-on-ones. No, no, no. I, you know, that, I agree. I'll tell you, we got nothing out of Levi no, and, uh, and and Wright on the scoreboard. No. Yep. Unusually They're the two guys that over the past two years have hit the scoreboard. You know, they... they They've been our better goal yeah, scorers yeah. and got nothing out of them. Mm. And again, we don't go over, well, nowhere near 100 points, haven't been over 100 points all year. That's It's a concern. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. definitely a concern. And you asked the question last week, Andy, do we need that extra tall? And I think clearly if we've got someone to put their hand up who can kick goals, who's a big marking forward... But I don't, I don't see what the only what's candidate the option? now is Liam Jones, and I, I, what about Christian Jacks? No, he's no. kicked five. Kick he's five, kicked five. His form, he's four. It's a conversation that a lot of Carlton supporters are having. I don't know how many of them are watching the VFL. I know you watch the game. We're recording this on Sunday night, so I know you watch the game today. I just see Jacks as wanting to play on his terms. Uh, whenever I see him play. And, and and I'd I'd love to have a one on one with a coach and just see how happy he is with the way he plays. But he just needs to have more involvement in the game. So how did he kick his five today? What what sort of game did he play uh, today? Look, Was he he played well, but we dominated the game like yeah. you would not believe. Yeah, yeah. We absolutely yeah. controlled possession and the game from start to finish. We should have won by over 100 points. And the opposition's going ordinary. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, They're a bottom two, three. Casey, five. right? Yeah. yeah. The twos play very much like the ones. They're a workhorse machine, blue-collar workers. Uh, there's very little frill and have we given Josh? Have we given Josh Fraser? Off the no. Edge? no. I, I, I want to no. give no. him a pat on the back. I'm amazed no. at how quickly he's drilled this team this year to get into system almost mm. identical to the ones. Are they are playing very disciplined? Yeah, I agree with that. I've watched a lot of them and... It's hard to hear what he's saying. I'll go out the ground, but he's such a soft talker. Uh, he gets reaction from blokes. He really does. I don't know. I don't know if he ever raises his voice. He might at half time. I've got no idea. But at the moment, he's got him. Like you said, Geeks, he's got him going really good. And let's face it, he's got. There's quite a few there that I think at the moment you could probably run through about seven or eight names at least. 
that any one of those seven or eight could come in the seniors next week and wouldn't phase any of us if they played. Well, did we have this conversation on a recent podcast or is this a conversation we've had off air? Off air. This is a sign of Carlton 2017 that has not existed, I don't know for how long. Long, long time. If, If, let's say Gibbs or Murphy or Cripps did his hamstring against St Kilda, Ron was going to be out for three weeks. In look, Mark Murphy gets injured last year. We win one game, misses the last ten or eleven. Murphy, mm. we win one. That was where we we're at last year. Yeah, no one to bring in. No one to bring in. Now, and this is this is another one of those um, signs that we're so much better, and it's happened so quickly, relatively speaking. I reckon in any position on the ground right now, if one of our key leaders went down, I feel like we can just plug a bloke in. I think we've got six or seven, oh, yeah. maybe no eight guys nah, who can come no in and play. You know, Carriage, Palmer if he's fit. Mm. Um, the other, uh, uh, the Geelong bloke who went out Billy last Smets. week, Billy Smets went out last week. Uh, you know, Dave Cunningham, Sumner kicks three. Yeah. You got Jones doing work down back. Jack's back forward. Jed Lamb had Jed, twenty-three today. Jed Lamb, Gus Sheen's back playing. It, it just we got two Ruckman. Well, three if you yeah. include the Harrison McCready. Harrison McCready had a solid game. It today. just feels like we we are our list. There, there's there's a bit of there, there is the de- there de- really de- is. how the depth has come, and I'm I'm sure that we're not just seeing this through nah. rose coloured glasses. Well, resu- no, no, hang on. The results are there in the reserves. Well, of course they are. Yeah. I mean, like the last few years, I've been going to the reserves and come home with my tail between my no, legs. You've been so, you, some of the conversations you and oh, I have had mate, have, been, they've, they've been, have, been, have been depressing. Oh, mate, the stink bombs that we've had in our yeah, side depressing. over the last two or three years. <laughs> it, it was just, it was terrible. To, <laughs> it was terrible to watch, mate. They're, they're, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to mention names. No, no, but no, we, no. They're all gone anyway. But, um, you know, they're, they're not, they weren't VFL standard. Mm, mm. And we had them on our list. Now we've got uh, better players that we've got a list that you can, like even Dennis Armfield, mm. we haven't Dennis spoken Armfield, about. Dennis Armfield, for goodness Dylan Buckley yeah, had 23, yeah, yeah. 21 today. Paulson, so, Paulson played a reason. Paulson did a good job a couple, today. Yep. So, so there's, all of a sudden, these names, look, again, the opposition wasn't great, but forgetting that, all of us, I could not say this last year and the year before. I couldn't say No, that. you couldn't say it. No. It was the same two or three that got dropped. Mm. The same two or three came in. Now, if they're going to go down this path of carriage and Smets out, carriage and Smets in every third week, I'm not going to be overly happy with that situation because then you're just, you know, rubbing it in the noses of the same few. I don't, I would hope that that wouldn't happen. I, I don't think that'll happen. Okay. I, I, don't, I, I don't think that. From, too, what, yeah. from what I saw today... The only uh, dead certainty that has to get a game in the near future is Cunningham. Yep, yep. He is um, he's a hardened, real hard nut. You can see how determined he is. He played four quarters. Um, he was finishing better than he started the game, which is a great sign. Um, it, you know, he might not have the A-grade polish, but, you know, he's playing a class above almost the rest of the team at the moment. He's the he's he's the next guy off the rank for me. Well, so he looks know, like he can fit into the AFL system. He's definitely up to that standard, so, I think. Okay so, um, okay, so while we're talking about, you know, the big forward option, Jacob Wiedering's, we, we, we know what he's going to, you know, we know he's going to be a, an outstanding player for the football club for a long time. But his form He's struggling. after the Sydney game, the last two weeks has been tough for him. Yep. The Collingwood game didn't suit him in terms of trying to replicate what he did against Sydney. 
Um, and then on the weekend, he, he just couldn't get into the game against St Kilda. He struggled to get into the game. Is it time? Do you guys think it's time for him to have a spell? I've got a really strong view on this, so I'll, I'll kick it off. I, I, oh, you go. I, I'm just worried now that we might have created a real problem that could be detrimental to him. We've brought in Silvani now. Marchbanks cemented his spot. And we can't really switch him back to the back line now. No. Um, so... He can play good. He can play good footy. He oh, can play good footy as the hit up forward. I got no. He I, did against I, I Sydney. Just, I've seen it. He can I do. I want to see him. I want to see him play more consistent. I mean, he had a reasonable first half, but probably drifted out of it a little bit. And he had he had a fairly small output when you look at his stats. Yeah, I thought he struggled to get into the game against St Kilda. Um, but yeah, I I, I, don't, I don't don't know enough. I'm just seeing him, and it's it's not the. Weedering, I know he can be, and I don't, I'm not sure if that's physical, mental, or in the wrong position and getting lost. I'm not sure. Well, I'm agreeing with a lot of that. Um, I'm putting it a little bit more broader than just weedering. I think um, the youngsters on the weekend all pretty much got about somewhere between 8 and 12 possessions, each and every one of them. They had their moments in the game. We, did have a, we had a low them. possession game, yeah, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, like, no, yep, yeah, yep. No, that's fair. That's fair, but... That aside, I felt that they all had moments in the I game. Totally agree with but that. But none of those guys put four quarters together, I wouldn't have thought. And we needed them to, to raise the bar a bit because I think our senior players really took all before them on the weekend. I think they shouldered most of the responsibility throughout yeah. the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, now, are they showing signs of um, fatigue? Oh, I'm not sure. We played Frio next week, so it's big ground, isn't it? So It is. And it's away. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. But in terms of weedering, oh, I'm starting to uh, lean towards a rest. So am I. But can I, I'm just going to – if I was on the match committee this week at Carlton, I'd be really – if he was, if he's okay, right? If his if his wellness levels are okay, and they manage the monitor all that stuff these days, and if he's not feeling his legs, because we know he's had you know a few knocks already this season. If if the legs feel okay, if he's not being restricted through multiple sort of corkies, um, I feel like Subiaco suits him. I feel like it's a it's a ground that will suit him. He can get up the ground. It's got space. He can he can do he can find some room at Eddie ha- uh, at uh, Subi that he found at the MCG against Sydney and I think Fremantle give you a bit of a chance. They're not the Fremantle, they're not a Ross Lyon coach side um, of you know the, the previous decade. They're playing. I saw them today. They're playing a different brand of footy, um, and it's good. They, they, they're going to be they're, they're going okay. You know they've got a lot of players in between the arcs and a lot of players you don't know much about because of their surname and they're young and their careers. But I feel like. If he's on the cusp, I want him to. I want him to stay in this week because I feel like. Yeah, that's fair enough. Subi oh, I'm not him. certainly not calling for his head. I'm just, yeah, no, it, I'm undecided really. Yeah, but yeah. I, I just felt that uh, two weeks he's had the knocks and 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 what have you. I just felt that he. he Are might... you a no on Jacks? Sorry. Are you a no on Jacks? Yeah, I'm a no on. You're Jax. a no on Jacks. What did you make? Um, of Jack Silvani's game on Dylan Robertson. Well, he started off like a like a house on fire. Kicked the two. Um, he did nullify him up to half time. 
Um, after that, Andy, I'd have to say that I sort of lost contact with um, the matchup. Yeah, yeah, you're probably uh, yeah, you're probably but you're hit, you I was a say. little preoccupied, yeah, right, okay. but anyway, yeah, right. <laughs> on other matters. Right. But no, no, no. Apart from that, um, look, I thought he went down back. He got down back he a did. couple he, of times yeah, and out. saved the yep. day. Yep. The smother, oh, that smother, that smother. If, if you have a look at that smother. Oh, God. That is Stephen Silvani yeah. every day of the week. It's magnificent. If you if you watch it, I watched it again a few times. And I thought that that's his old man. I'd mm. uh, be proud of him for that one too, just quietly. But uh, that was a certain goal. Well, you tell us about the matchup. Did he, did he get him well, on the day? Oh, I thought he did in the end. I mean, Robin's okay. been in all Australian form. First uh, first half, he was well in front, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think Robin got off the chain in the second half. No. I think Robin, Robin no, no, by no, his no. own standards this year. Uh, was particularly uh, quiet. Billings was the one. Yeah. 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 Well, Jesus and Christ. Yeah, exactly. Again, Again, a small forward, five goals. Again. I couldn't work out who was on him. At well, it was Plowman. Was it? Pretty much Plowman. I feel oh, sorry most, for most Lockie. Of the time. It, it, it's, he's finding he's the go-to guy for this type of player. Plowman's the guy that gets yeah. lucky. You're the guy. Sorry, mate, but you're going to have to pick him up we again. We don't have the obvious choice of matchup. Do oh, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say he's, he's the one that cost five goals, but at least three of them, Billings just completely lost him. Uh, yeah, he, he, he did cheat. Billings, Billings played the cheats game, and yeah. that's, that's what I'm talking about. Once they get possession, they all run forward, right? Yeah. And full marks to him. Like, if you're playing yeah. in a side like that, yeah. that's what you should be doing. Course, yeah, and absolutely. he cashed in yep. five times. Yep. But it's hard if, if you're the guy on him and you don't just want to sit on his toes for the whole day and actually want to play both ways, it makes it very hard to play on a guy yep. like that. Look, they'll be vicious on the team for allowing them to kick five goals from stoppages to one. Mm. Yeah. They the coaches will not be happy with that at all. Yeah. You know, like I I thought we're okay at stoppages, uh, but I see we're last in clearances. So that's an area, you know, for that midfield coach to really um tighten up. And I know we've got some young blokes who clearly are not uh you know, they're not physical enough, but Dave Cunningham, we think he's going okay in the twos. Um it's not about possessions, folks. It's about it's about watching the bloke and seeing where he positions himself and what he does at a stoppage where he's going to be pretty creative. So I think it's got to be time for him. It's got to be time. There's a lot being left up to Paddy Cripps and Matty Cruz. Oh, at the for like sure. There's a, there's a for huge sure. Ad- I thought Ed Kerner early in the match was good. He petered out. Um, yeah, there was quite a few that petered out, actually. But anyway, that's it's just because they're a little bit... Most of them are because they're young and they haven't got games. Yeah, them that's right. Absolutely. And that's the bash and crash part of footy. That's where, you know, the, that's where, that's where I, I think mm. a couple of weeks ago, one of us said maybe it was time to get Sam Doherty and like give him a little sort of a cruise through that part of the ground. The problem with that is that even though his kicking was a bit, a bit, uh, a bit loose at times on the weekend and there was a period in the third quarter, where we were dead set, the turnover, the biggest turnover. There's a both sides, both sides. Oh, but us in particular, uh, us stage. in particular. I wrote. I, there was just. I mean, we we were. It was tight in the turnover count at half time. I, I just made a note after half time in the third quarter. Righty dropped the mark, revolt goal. Charlie Kerno, Graham short passes that led to turnovers. Doherty, who had two turnovers, two shocking turnovers in the first half, another one. Thomas turned one over. Oh, Wiedering turned one, one over. 
Hey? Not to change me votes. Well, it was just, just, it was a, just gave Doggerty an absolute. It was a bit. Oh no, Doggerty in the end. And I made a note. He's coming right into the game in the fourth quarter. I thought he started to become. His intercept marks were massive. no, they were. But I'm talking about what he did with the footy. Yeah. And if you go yeah. back over the game, I think I think it was he, he turned a few over in the first well, half, and he was that. he was one of the guys in that period of the game. But that was what led to because I thought the game was slipping away from us. And we talked about the last seven or eight minutes of that third quarter. And I've just written down, I wrote down at three-quarter time, this is when you were getting into your trouble, I wrote down huge ticker. I was so pumped about what they'd done because it was the second or third time in the game Mm. that the game looked like St Kilda had it on their terms. They were about to slip slip us and put a real space in us on the board. And yet again... We dug in. Like Didn't we dug throw the in. towel in. No chance did we Penny. do that. The dog days are over, mate. The dog days. Did you ever listen to the song? Terrible. You did know, you, you know what you're it is? You're an idiot. Song. You're an idiot. Oh, terrible. Did you ever listen to the song? I haven't watched the oh, film clip. Time, what, do you, what do you mean? You have three minutes. Yeah. I watched the sorry. film clip. That's terrible. Not, I'll get I'll to listen it. to the song. Terrible. You're but, an idiot. But the dog days are over. That's the only bit that I understood. I, I couldn't understand the lyrics. So one of the... One of the oh, you are such an old man. <laughs> One of the attributes that allows us to come back the three or four times now is that our leadership group is expanding, and ASOS has included himself oh, in that. Oh, by, by proxy, he's now part of that leadership Ooh, group. Brandon Jack, he, Will Hoskin Elliott, Jade Gresham. Yeah. Who's next week? Line up. See, line up. It's, line not, up. it's not Doc. It's not just Doherty anymore, and it's not just Simo anymore, and, and, and it's not just Cripper anymore, you know? It, We've got a growing number of these guys that put their hand up under pressure and turn the tide and, and just say, hang on, boys. Yep. Hang on. I've got my finger in the plug hole. Let's keep going. Let's yep. keep going. <laughs> I'll tell you, talk about swingmen now. The weedering can be a swingman. I'll throw one up. Jack Silvani, because I saw him on the weekend do a little bit of defensive work, the smother and down the other end. Mm. When he... He's another one. No, don't, don't just... Don't just say he's a forward. No, no. Well, he played a defensive role on the weekend. So, I mean, we, we've got these these situations where players can be thrown all over the place. And like you said, Gecko, Doherty can run through the middle if need be. Um, somebody else can play that role, you know, um, in the future. But we're starting to develop a side that you can swing blokes all over the shop. I saw Marchbank going up forward. I yeah, saw him yeah, twice yeah. up forward. Yeah. He didn't have a shot on goal, but... He got up there, yeah. got off, and just said, "Well, we need one. I'm going up there." And Willow, Willow chipped in for he his did. first. He got his first. Yeah, good on him. Yeah. Big, big goal at the time. It too. was a massive goal at the time. There were two. Who was the other one? There was another. Uh, Gibbs kicked the goal. Gibbs kicked the goal from 49, and they were both just when we needed them to be mm. kicked. Just you know, and it, can I say Gibbs again? I don't know what he ended up with, 22 or 23. It wasn't a 32. It was quality, 32. wasn't it? At 91% yeah. he went at. Yep. 91%. Yeah. Makes all we, the difference. Can we just say again, and look, I'm going to start naming some blokes who claim to be Carlton supporters who they're quite well-known individuals. One of them in particular is very well-known. And they've got a blind, they are blind to Bryce Gibbs. I understand Bryce Gibbs. We have this seem I seemingly want to have this conversation about Bryce Gibbs every week. But just look at what he's doing. Just watch what he's actually doing. Don't look at what he doesn't do. Look at what he's actually doing. And um you know, I'm I'm gonna I feel like a broken record when it comes to Gibbs. Um before we get away from Alex Silvani, and i I suspect you'll probably get a run around when we put our votes together. He's He's brought. I don't think. I don't know whether they knew that what they were getting when they brought him in from Fremantle, 
But I'll tell you what he does do. If there's any shit out there, and one of our blokes is getting pushed around, oh, he's first he in. is the first in, mate. First in. He is the guy that he, he turns. Big brother. He turns oh, the, yeah. the physical push and shove Carlton's way. He actually, yeah. he, he, go, he turns it yeah, our way. Yep, yep. No, I've noticed that. I've really noticed that. I was wrapped the way they all jumped in for Murphy. It's a skipper, obviously. But five St Kilda players went to Murphy. Yeah, and they ragged on him a bit. Five yep, of yep, them. Because yep. they're so tough down at St Kilda that five went on mm. a midget, right? Oh, no. Next minute. Save your, save your uh, oh. anger for the supporters, <laughs> not for the players. But, no, but still, I understand. Still, yeah. five against one. Well, they thought, they saw what they thought, and then they and then the cavalry came, mm. and they all jumped in. Mm. It's good to see, boys. Love it. He uh, he's been um, he's been beyond a revelation, Alex Silvani. Mm. Uh, beyond I didn't a revelation. see it coming. I didn't, you he's got it. a big game coming up this week too. Just quietly, yeah, against the old foe. Yeah, bloody hell. Well, that'll be, be interesting to see. We do go okay. We go okay over there. Cripper, um, Cripper goes all right too. Well. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure that'll be reflected in our votes. Um, <laughs> he was enormous. Herculean. He was enormous, mate. He was doing everything. Kicked two goals. Hey, he's Should have kicked the third one. He's marking. Yeah, it started coming to the fore the last few yeah. weeks. He's marking. Collingwood, he did that. Has his kicking improved? Has his field kicking improved uh, well, a little bit? Like, it, it, look, I think what happens with him is that if they allow him, like Gex always talks about time and space, if they allow, if the opposition allows him that little bit of time and space, which he has had, uh, I think over the last couple of games, yeah, his field kicking has improved. I reckon it has. I reckon the little sort of 35, mm. 25 to 35, 40 metre sort of low punchy passes. His, I feel like he's hitting those better. His vision is superior to everyone else on the ground. Really? He always sees things that other people doesn't don't see up down the field and that's where he's trying to kick the ball. So, you know, whether, whether he's 70, 80, 90% hitting those targets is one thing, but he's got Judd-like capabilities to see... The holes and the and the and the spaces to kick or handball the ball into that other people don't have that creative. Did did you see? For. Did you happen to see the vision they put out on the website earlier in the week about when Samo got the Rising Star nomination? Did you see that the club put out the little mm. for the second week? They've you know we've got the nomination, which is great and thoroughly deserved. And Petresky Seaton, you know, had to get his nomination. It was um, in the in the players room where they made the announcement they filmed the whole thing and it was Paddy Cripps oh I know he was the one going hey boys uh you know we're just in here right now we've got a little announcement to make you know blah 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 it was Marchie last week well we've got another one Sammy well done you know good on you it wasn't I don't know whether this is accidental I don't know whether this is I don't know how this stuff works but it wasn't it wasn't any of the senior blokes it was Paddy Cripps who was doing that and I, I'm, when he first came to the club, Cripps had a stutter. He, he had a little stutter, and he was really worried about it. He 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 was quite happy to be put up by the club to do media, but he thought he looked he thought he he looked stupid because he had a bit of a stutter. And he didn't want to make a fool of himself, and he was really self conscious about it. Um, I don't know what's happened, but that's gone. That's completely gone. Whether he's just settled into Melbourne, grown yeah. into himself a bit, and he's matured, and with that's come an inner confidence and. That scene, what he deemed to be, you know, an, an awkward speech impediment disappear. I don't know, but he, he, we've had this conversation about, you know, we might have a couple putting their hand up to be a captain at some stage down the track. He firms by the week as the man most yeah, likely, doesn't he's he? He's the logical one for me. He just firms. Yep. 
I think he said uh, he liked Samo's tackling too. I can understand why he would. He's never he's never afraid to latch no. on number no. nine. No, he definitely. he gets in the way of them when they're coming at him. Have we become a little bit better marking side this year? Do you reckon? I feel that we haven't been a good marking side in the past. I reckon we mark the ball better, like the Plowmans and the Marchbanks. Contested and the or in general? Uh, you mentioned in general. Donkey. In general. In general, I reckon we we take marks better than what we ever have. Aren't we just better across the board? I mean, I, yeah, we no, are. That but stands I, to I, reason. I, but yeah. I think one, I, I think I looked at uh, at that and thought we look like now we our blokes look like when they go up they look like they're going to take the mark, whereas in the past I've always felt you know heart and mouth stuff. Yeah, so. I probably feel like that's mm. we've got a couple of blokes in the side who are fairly comfortable in that area. Young blokes who have come in. Mm. It's all Not about your bottom six, mate. We don't have that. We don't have that bottom six that just drops off the cliff anymore. I mean, they all earn their spots and their value players. So it just makes a difference to the whole system and style and execution of the game. It's simple as that. Yeah. Um, any of you two got either of you two got anything else you want to sort of wrap up with before we get to the votes? I've sort of went through most of my stuff. I've got to say. You gigs. Um. Just on a con, are we going to start talking about cons or is oh, this the time? No, no, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, don't, uh, don't leave anything in your notepad. I want it out just, here. Just some points. Uh, we, we butchered too many guilt-head chances, and I'm not sure why we do that sometimes. Um, good sides make those situations, you know, when the when, when Cripps, and, and Cripps was tripped, by the way, on that bloody play. It wasn't him slipping and missing the kick. Oh. He was actually tripped. Oh, I don't know about now, that. Now, I know... 90% of the fault was his for playing on. I know. We know but, what he was trying to do. But he was tripped. If you have a look back, the guy reached out and, and ankle tapped him and he was tripped. But anyway, that situation, good sides make look very simple and easy over the top goal every time. Or you run around and snap at yourself. We, for some reason, sometimes look like we're in a circus with clown <laughs> makeup on. And it, it's a, uh, anyway, they were, they, were the, they were the things that, you know, we're getting down to the 5% of things we've got to tidy up now. Yeah, that's so true. That's, that's part of that. Um, the forward line, to me, still continued to be static. Um, I noticed that a couple of times, again, outside 50, we had up to four people standing in the goal square, not moving and waiting and waiting and waiting. And that guy with the ball can't do anything except hold on to it because, and then at the last minute, okay, Play no on. options. I'm just going to bomb it long. It's yeah. a waste of time. Yeah. Stop yep. doing it. Uh, and that's pretty much it for me. We we, we mentioned Billings. Uh, that was yeah. that was before as well. We need to find someone who can play on that type of player, don't we? Uh, you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just um, another player that actually hasn't played for the club yet, and I believe he's a listed player, Kim LeBoyce. Oh, yeah. Well, no, he's rookie. Oh, he's rookie. Yeah, rookie. Oh, he's rookie. Yeah, but he he was, okay. I, I saw him back. He was back this week. Right. Which is... He played today. Played today. Yep. Did he get any of it? Um, I think one. he was blowing the cobwebs out. He'd yeah. obviously lost a lot okay. of fitness. He, he got, He got, you know, a handful of touches and he was just acclimatising. I'm sure he was playing on, on um, depleted time yep. just to sort of Did Pickett manage. play today? Pickett played. He played behind the ball today. He, pl- he played behind the centre. I think they were trying to get him into the flow of the game a bit more rather than being an, uh, an attacking sort of... Uh, he, he definitely got more of the ball. I think what, what, we, what he has to realise is that his, um, his major attribute is his leg speed and he has to start 
believing in that leg speed. So much more lateral running pass for handballs. He needs to start setting himself up so that he can run into space and do his thing and then deliver the ball appropriately. At the moment, he's just playing like all the other players. System, structure, right, yeah, blah, sure. blah, blah. Yeah. And that, that's yeah. really not going to be his go. But, um, you know, he play, played a better game than what we've seen in previous just weeks. Just one thing on the resis. Um, I mentioned something to a few people before the start of the year, and I felt that if we were to improve as a senior list, that the resis needed to start winning games and perhaps play finals. I can name you Geelong, the Hawks, and the Western Bulldogs. I think they've all won grand finals yeah, in yeah. the last 10 years, and their sides have gone pretty well. Yeah. So if we can get our resis into the finals, don't know if they can win a grand final. I've got no idea. I think we're in the best three or four sides at the moment. Um, it goes a long way to at least give this club something uh, that, we haven't had much of... Absolutely. It's another notch on the belt. Just another, something. And I, I really feel that it's a little... It's another milestone. It's not yeah. little. It's not little. Or oh, whatever it is. Reckon, I don't reckon it's little. Yeah, whatever it is. They're third on the ladder at the yeah, moment. I don't reckon And they're going little. really well. Yep. They're combining well. It's part of the upward curve. I'll say to people, if you get a couple of hours spare to go and see them, if you can spare it, I know it's hard. You know, Or maybe next week against... Yeah, no, well, today's game, oh, no, I don't think we're not today's game is available weeks, at the VFL website. You can watch a replay. Yeah, yeah, or even... But it's good to get out there... Mate, seriously, take the kids, have a kick on the ground. Yeah. You go and listen to what the coaches and again, you know, Josh Fraser, big, well done, mate, well done. You're doing really good, good things with um, with uh, the Carlton boys and the Northern Blues boys. You know, don't forget them; they're a part of it too. They've Absolutely. got there's four or five, six of them. They cow yeah. right too. They've got the CFC on their chest, mate. They're That's part it. of it. Don't worry about that. Uh, Gecko, your votes, please, for the. Um for the inaugural Carlton Show Best and Fairest Award. Yep. Thank you. To change I thought um, <laughs> clearly our best player was Paddy Cripps this week. Um, 30 disposals. Twi- uh, what do we have here? How many votes um, are you giving him? Four, sorry. He went 30 disposals <laughs> at 80%. Um, tw- I think 20 of those were contested. 11 marks, 8 clearances. For a while. Uh, gives out six tackles. <laughs> Two goals. I mean, he did everything. No, he did. Spot on. Are uh, we still in there, Andy? <laughs> Four votes for Cripps. Uh, four votes for Cripper. Three votes to Doherty. Um, thought he was magnificent again. He went at 81% disposal, even though he did turn the ball over, as you said, a few times. Six contested, 11 marks and six tackles. I don't know, I've got him in um, my votes. Don't worry, Baz. Don't look at me like that. Uh, three also to the captain, Murph, playing under... Um, sufferance let's say um, still did a great job and maintains the amazing consistency he's having this year three to March Bank as well 20 disposals 8 contested possessions and 10 marks Cruiser um, I thought 3 votes as well just for being Matty Cruiser for the whole game he just keeps giving and um, he's having a really good year so far 2 votes to Gibber um, 22 disposals, but it was all A-class disposals. Um, he uh, kicked the goal, set up an assist, uh, three clearances as well. Simo, um, 27 disposals. It wasn't a great um, efficiency. We'll be here for a while. Give me one of those. Rowie again. Rowie again, just... Just uh, obliterating whoever he turns up on every week. I, uh, didn't you hate seeing that scungy kick around the corner? 
find its way into Bruce's hands. Oh, I know. I just, he didn't deserve that. You know that. what I he said when that happened? He didn't deserve it. If that was us kicking that way in our forward line, it would never come mm. off. I hate seeing that. Yep. And uh, two votes also to ASOS, who just puts on one of his rundown tackle shows every week, three in a row now for Brilliant. the highlight package. Brilliant. Uh, one vote each to Sosa, Charlie Curnow, and Daisy, I thought, put in a serviceable game as well. Gee whiz. Okay, righto. That's an interesting collection of votes you have uh, dished up there. Uh, Bagsy, as you just knocked the top off one there, and I, I noticed last <laughs> another, week, another Coke. If, you, uh, if you do listen through the headset, as opposed to the speaker, that's the best way of hearing the Geckman Pub Buster, but it's also the best way to hear the, the uh, stubby lids hitting the desk. Stop playing with them. <laughs> Give me your votes, please. Uh, I'm going to give four to Cripps. Pretty obvious. I'm going to give four to Doherty. I really liked his game. Yeah, I was close. I really liked it. I was good. close. He's good. I was good. I'm going to give him three to the captain. I wish I could give him another three and another three and another 33 and another 103. I can only give him three this week. But, um, well, you could have given him four if you want to well, give him I could have. Votes. I could have, but I'd... No, jeez. No, I'm going to give him uh, three. If, Murph, if you're listening... Every Carlton supporter is loving the season you're putting together. And every Carlton supporter is part of your family, mate. So we're with you. So when you go to a footy ground and if they want to throw shit at you, uh, know that every person there whose heart beats navy blue is in your corner, you're not out there on your own. Uh, He knows that he's got teammates. So... I don't know why I felt the need to say that. But no, it's fine, mate. Do you know what I mean? I know. Just go out and stick it up him, mate. Stick it up him. Just play stick it up him. You're killing it. It's it's a big family out there, and we're part of it. Uh, where am I at? Uh, Murphy, got, three. Murphy 3. Yes. <laughs> Simo oh. 2, Gibbs 2, Marchbank 2, Cruiser 2, Alex Silvani 2, and I gave Roe 1. Well, no problems with that I thought Roe was, again... Serviceable. Very, yeah, mate. I gave him two. Yeah, no, no, okay. no problems. That's it. Uh, four to Cripps, uh, three to Doherty. So don't, I wasn't down on Doherty's game. I was just saying. Oh, all right, yeah, I thought. We just, he choose. turned over, a few, he, he turned a couple over. But um, Doherty, three. Alex Silvani, three. Cruiser, three. I thought Jack Silvani deserved three. I thought his game was fantastic. Um, taking into account the fact that he hit the scoreboard and had a defensive job to do on a bloke who's been probably their best player. Uh, consistently across the board this year, um, and a bloke who right now would be a halfback flanker in the All Australian team. I thought Jack Silvani's game. I, I gave it extra weighting because he had a serious, serious defensive job to do. How many did you give him? Three. It's, what are you looking at me like for? It's not the Robert Klomp Award. I've given him. Well, listen, mate. Just because I respect three hundred and sixty degree <laughs> contributions. Uh, two to Murph, two to Gibbs, two to Simo. The Warriors were just in the middle of it all again. One to Rowie and one to Caleb Marchbank, who I oh, just you what can't you can't great He's you just great. can't speak whole enough of the great. kid. You can't. Um, and I agree with what you said before about I think every player, every Carlton player, had their little moment where they contributed. I think at the end of the day, a lot of Carlton players from the weekend would think I I was a bit down. I was a bit down across the four quarters, um, but I think that every single one of them at various stages did their bit. Uh, we just need them to do their bit for a bit longer against sides the calibre of St Kilda um, to see us get over the line. If the All-Australian side was um, nominated next week, have the we 22 got... or the 40? The 40, the 40. The 40. Yep. Do we have any nominations? Oh, Doherty's Dockety, in, for without sure. any doubt. Doherty's in the side right now, I reckon. Yep. 
Doherty's in the team right Rowe now. Rowe would be very M- close. Murphy had been in the squad. Rowe would be Murphy had been in the squad. It's the hardest position to get in the squad amongst the midfielders because there's so many of them. But I'd be shocked if Murphy wasn't in the squad of 40. Yeah, purely by weight of numbers. I think he's just having an outstanding yeah. year. Yeah. So they're the th- certainly Doherty... Certainly, Murphy. Who did you say? I said Rowe must be a big chance. Don't think about him. Uh, I, I, he probably it, just doesn't do enough to get into the Australian contention who, who, with yeah. the he doesn't footy. Get enough the ball? No, nah, probably not. I don't know. I'll... You're comparing to guys like you know, Hurley, Hurley, Rance, 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 Rance yeah, the best no, fullback of all time. No, Darcy no, said. No, Rance is going well, mate. R- Rance is best of all time. Best. Who, he's who seen. said that? Darcy. Darcy. Who? Luke Darcy. Does he, has he ever watched, other than the games that he's played in, has he ever watched any footy? Mm, probably not. Well, well, Luke Darcy, for goodness sake, who was interviewing on the weekend? He interviewed uh, young Stewart, ex-giant, now playing for Essendon after the game. And it was Darcy and Richo. And they said, thanks for joining us, James. Well played today. And he goes, no worries, Richo. No worries, Moons. <laughs> Did he really? He called him Moons. <laughs> oh. So come on, Darcy. Come You've got to be better mate, than that, please. mate. Come on. Come uh, on. One more question, please. Yeah, please. Uh, you're a supporter out there, and you look at three lists at the moment. Carlton's list, Richmond's list, Collingwood's list. Give me a spell. Which one you want right now in two, da, three, two, da, 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 two or three years' time? No, no doubt. Mm. No doubt ours. Yep. We've gone I don't know whether we said this on air last week. We've given Collingwood Winburn on the way past in two years. They have made that many bad decisions, and the Bolton-Silvani regime, with all the others, Stuker and everyone else involved, have made fantastic decisions. Um, a lot of really good decisions. I, we've gone way past. We've gone past Collingwood in a heartbeat, without even anyone in the, without any of the Matthew Lords and the Kane Cornses and the, you know, the and the Kingies and all these people. Laffy the lot of you, you know who you are. You haven't even noticed it yet. They haven't even noticed it yet. But yeah. we've gone past them. Mm. Richmond. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah. In the next two or three yeah, years. No, That's I, all I'm saying. Next two or three years. I, I'd rather be in Carlton shoes, I reckon. Yeah, it'll be an interesting comparison in a few years' time. Mm, no doubt. Yeah. Um, so off to Subi we go. You know, we've got a good record over there, and I'm sure we've got a couple of Carlton supporters uh, listening to us who uh, live in WA. Can we just say from the Victorian Eastern Seaboard, um, brother, sister, relationship that we have, Thank God for you, Lotto. Whenever our footy team turns up to oh. the Whacker or Subi to play. Make a bit of noise. Don't make it? a bit we, of noise. Have we got some good supporters yeah. over there? So yeah. turn up again. An and extra two over there, too, at the moment. One of our mutual friends, Ganges, over there. His anniversary with his missus and uh, Teresa. They'll be... Uh, I'll be at the game? Oh, they'll be definitely at the game, yeah, mate. If they get out of the room. Well, that's a good point. That's a good point. Cause they'll be out of the room. If you see, yeah, they'll be out of the they'll room. They'll be out of the room. They'll be out of the room. Don't worry about it. Um, that's it. Another Carlton show done and dusted. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Sorry, look, I don't know. do we have to apologize? No, we don't have to apologize for the little political stuff that we editorialize. No. It is what start, it is. It is what it is. It meant a lot to a couple of these blokes, and it was worth having a chat about. Stay true, a stick fat, and we'll see you next week. And they will know that they've been playing against the famous old Hi, I'm Dr. Gamma from Dental Lounge. Would you like to increase your success, whether it be personal success or career success? Studies have proven that enhancing your smile can enhance your quality of life in every way. I've seen hundreds of patients for porcelain veneers and smile makeovers with amazing results. Simply tap the banner and book your free consultation and I'll be happy to show you. And best of all, ask about our interest-free payment plans. Dental Lounge Macquarie Street. Create success with your smile. 
For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.